You know, sometimes we, uh, we face things in life that are seeming... I think about this individual in a head-on accident and his physical body just devastated by the trauma from that accident and the road to recovery and and it just seems insurmountable we hear Pat talk about Sherry and her struggles and uh, Amy having a, a stroke in her 40s and and uh, in intensive care and and not sure what and they just they seem like these these insurmountable challenges or difficulties and we face those in our life and sometimes they're they're not physical while these all seem to be more physical things sometimes the challenges that we face the 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 insurmountable uh, odds that we face are other things maybe it's um, it's a relationship and that relationship's been broken and we struggle to figure out how to heal and how to restore and how to to right the ship of that relationship sometimes it's our finances and uh, and the bills are more than the money coming in and we're not sure where the money's going to come from to 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 meet the needs that are we're faced with in life uh, sometimes it can be the loss of a loved one and just the the heartache and the hurt and the pain can be so overwhelming for us and and we struggle with with how do we get through this? How do we get past this? How how do we get on the other side of that in life? Whatever that is. And for all of us, those those things are different. For all of us, those things are are sometimes we look at them and go, wow, that's that's incredible. That's that's such a huge thing. And and yet those people seem to deal with it. And I think I don't know that I could ever go through that. I don't know that I could handle that if I was faced with that. And and so the things that I'm dealing with, while they seem big to me, they maybe are not so big to others. Others look at that and go, oh, that, that's nothing, you know. And so we have this struggle in life of dealing with things that, that come face to face with us and asking the question and finding the answer how do I deal with that? How do I face that in my life and somehow get through it and get to the other side of it and, and still have everything together? Well, in the book of 1 Samuel, there is a story about an individual who faced just such a situation. The guy's name is David. And when we first find David, he's just a shepherd boy. He's the youngest of a number of children in the family. His older brothers are off fighting a war. And in the midst of the battle that they're fighting, David's father sends him with some food and provisions for his brothers and asks him to bring back news of how things are going. How, how's the battle progressing? What's going on? Are your brothers safe? How's everything? And, and so David is this wide-eyed kid. And I mean he's excited because the brothers were off at the battle and all of this excitement and all of this is going on. And he's at home with dad taking care of the sheep. 
not very excited. Ho-hum, drum-drum, you know, taking care of the sheep every day. Now he's getting to go down to the battle. He gets to see the soldiers, and he gets to see the king, and he gets to see everything that's going on. He's excited about it. He can't wait. He's anticipating it. And so he arrives on the scene. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And he arrives on the scene. And let me set the stage for you. So there is the Philistine army, and they are on one mountainside. And there's the nation of Israel and his brothers, and they're encamped on the other mountainside. And there's a valley in between the two. And, and so it's like we're all out here, and we're all, you know, all dressed up and geared up and ready to do war, but there's no real war going on. There's no fighting going on. And when David arrives with the food and he's talking with his brothers and he's finding out what's going on, on the other side of the mountain comes out the champion of the Philistines. It's this guy named Goliath. Right? And Goliath comes out and he's nine feet tall. Nine feet and give a little. Right? And he walks out in all of his warrior attire and he stands on the mountainside and he challenges the nation of Israel to send somebody out to fight him who can defeat him. That's our giant. Whatever it is. Whether it's sickness. Whether it's loss. Financial. That's our giant. That's the insurmountable thing that it seems we can't get over or we can't get through. And the giant is facing the nation, and the nation is looking back, and all of God's warriors and all of God's servants, and all of them are afraid to engage this giant in the war, in the fight, in the battle. Maybe that's where we are. We're facing that giant in our life, and we're afraid to engage in the battle. I really don't want to engage in this because I'm not sure I can win. I really don't want to try to deal with this because I don't know what the outcome's going to be. I'm really not confident or comfortable in trying to deal with this because I'm afraid of what it might do to me. And so we have this giant, this insurmountable thing that we're facing in life, and we're frozen in fear and we're, we're afraid to, to engage and do anything about it because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know where it's going to come from. We don't know what the outcome will be. So David comes along. David says, wait a minute. Why isn't somebody facing this guy? Why aren't we dealing with this person? And so in faith, and that's the thing I want you to see today, we have to face the giants of life and we have to face them with faith. And so with faith, David steps up and he speaks out and he says, I'll go fight it. I, I know what the outcome's going to be. And so the first thing that I want us to see today is this. I want us to see a simple faith. Faith doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be difficult. We just need a simple faith. If you turn in your Bible to 1 Samuel chapter 17, look with me at verse 26 and notice what David says. 
Then David spoke to the men who were standing by him, saying, What will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should taunt the armies of the living God? Now here's what I want you to get. Notice that David had no question about who was going to win the fight. It was a simple faith. And the question he asked wasn't, man, how could you fight a giant like this? How would you deal with... He said, hey, what's going to happen to the guy who who kills this giant? He had all the confidence in the world that there was no doubt about what was going to happen. What he wanted to know is what's the result going to be. If I go out here and kill this giant, if I slay this giant, if I take care of this in my life... What's the result going to be? What's the reward? What's going to happen for the guy who, who takes care of this giant? So, so there was this simple faith that, that he wasn't afraid of the giant. He wasn't afraid of the battle. He wasn't afraid to engage in the fight. He wanted to know a simple question. What's going to happen for the person who defeats this giant? Because who does he think he is? This uncircumcised Philistine to come against the army of the living God. God is more powerful than any giant we could ever face in life. And David is a testimony to that because he's looking around these guys and he's going, hey, what's going to happen to the guy who defeats this giant? Because he's nothing to stand before the army of the living God. God will take care of this. God will bring the victory. God will deliver. We just have to have faith in Him. We just have to trust in Him. And the same thing is true for the giants that we face in our life. Whatever those might be, is placing our faith in God and going, Listen, I can't win the victory. I don't have what it takes to fight this fight. There's no way that I can overcome this thing in my life. But I have faith in God, and I know God can deliver. I know that God can defeat that giant. I know that God can overcome whatever that is. And that's exactly what David said. He said, Who is this guy? that he would stand up against the army of the living God. God will provide. God will deliver. God will bring victory. And so he had a simple faith that trusted in God to do what God said he would do. He also had a living faith. His faith just wasn't when he was at church or when he was in worship or or when he was alone. His faith was active and living. He wasn't afraid to put his faith to the test. He wasn't afraid to go, you know what? My faith is a faith that will see me through this battle. My faith is a faith that will allow me to face this giant and be victorious, and I'll put it into motion. I'll be active about it. I'm not going to sit back and wait. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I trust in the Lord, and then sit and not do anything. He said, I have a living faith. My faith is real. My faith is active. He said, let me at this guy. I'll fight him. And they looked at him. His brothers even shamed and said, man, be quiet. Who, who do you think you are? You're nothing but a kid. What, yeah, just, just hush up, man. Be quiet. And, and David said, no, no, no. He said, my faith is real. My faith is living. My faith is active. And I'm ready to do something about my words. He, he wasn't just providing lip service. Well, who does this guy think he is coming against the army living God? He didn't just throw out there some lip service and say, that sounds good. He said, I'm ready to back it up. Let's go. I, I, I'm not afraid to fight this guy. 
because I have a living faith that allows me to, to go through the things in life trusting and believing in God and not sit back and hesitate, but engage and do something about it. Let's drop down just a few verses from that verse 26 and pick up in verse 34. But David said to Saul, your servant was tending his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock. I went out after him and I attacked him and I rescued it from his mouth. And when he rose up against me, I seized him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has killed both a lion and a bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them since he has taunted the armies of the living God. He said, hey, listen, my faith is an active faith. It's a living faith. And it has carried me through situations and circumstances in my past. Let me give you an example. And so he starts talking about this bear and this lion and, and defending the sheep against this bear's life. And he said, if, I, if God can see me through that, if He can, can allow me to overcome these wild beasts that were trying to steal my animals, then He can see me through this. And so his living faith was based off the evidence of God working in his life and, and providing for him and delivering him in the past. And you and I have come through things in our life that God has seen us through and delivered us, and we have the same ability to look back and go, God carried me through this. He'll carry me through this. God provided in that. He'll take me through this. And so we can just like that. Maybe it wasn't a bear. Maybe it wasn't a lion. But we have faced six circumstances and situations in our life and where we have placed our faith in Him and He has seen us through. And we have that evidence of our past to give us strength for the future. To be willing to say, I will stand up and do what God has called me to do. I trust in Him and I believe that I can face this giant, whatever it is. And I can be victorious. The next thing I want us to see is this, is He had faith in crisis. Drop down just a few more verses. And let's pick up in verse 45. In verse 45, and it says this. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. This day the Lord will deliver you up into my hands. And I will strike you down and remove your head from you. And I will give the dead bodies of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all of the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And that all the assembly may know, <clears throat> excuse me, that the Lord does not the, the Lord does not deliver by sword or by spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And He will give you into our hands. Faith in the midst of a crisis, facing a giant in his life. Can you only begin to imagine the scene as it unfolds? And David walks down into the valley, and Goliath comes down into the valley, and here's this little shepherd boy. Let's just say he's my side. Five feet, ten inches tall. And he's looking up at a nine-foot giant. Now, maybe 
He's David's size. David's 6'6". And we look at David and go, that's a pretty big old guy, right? Well, imagine 6'6", looking up at 9 feet tall. That's kind of like me looking up at David. Now David's, my son David's looking up at Goliath, 9 feet tall, right? He's a giant. And David stands facing this giant in the midst of what we would consider to be a pretty crisis situation, right? How in the world is this little old shepherd boy? No armor, no weapons, nothing to fight with, standing against a trained, skilled killer, nine feet tall with a spear and a sword and a javelin and a shield and all of this armor to do battle, how in the world could he ever face a giant like that and expect to win? Crisis situation. David said, listen, you come out and you stand before me and you taunt the armies of the living God. Let me tell you what's going to happen. God's going to deliver you into my hand. I'm not going to do it. Listen, let's look at the odds, right? The odds are not good, except for one thing. I've got God on my side. And even though the odds are not good, and even though in, in, in normal circumstance situations we look at that and go, there's no way that, that he could win this battle. This is a, an insurmountable, this is, is a situation you cannot overcome in life. It's just not going to happen. And David says, yeah, it's going to happen. Because God's going to make it happen. There's going to be a victory today because God's going to bring a victory today. There's going to be some devastation today because God's going to deliver devastation. And he said, I'm going to overcome you. I'm going to remove your head. And we're going to deliver the bodies of your army to the birds of the air and the wild beasts today. And the Lord's going to do that, not me. Not this army. God's going to do that. And that's the kind of faith that we need when we face giants in our life. It's faith that says, yes, it seems insurmountable. Yes, the odds are against us, and and in in normal, natural circumstance situation, there is no way we can overcome this obstacle. But with God, we can overcome it. With God, there can be victory. He can deliver us if we will place our faith in Him, whatever the giant is in life. So real quickly, four principles that I want to give you that will help you, that we can learn from David when we face the giants of life. First one is this, your encouragement cannot come from the defeated. Your encouragement cannot come from the defeated. He showed up and the army and his brothers, they were already defeated. His encouragement couldn't come from them. They were, in fact, they were all trying to tell him, be quiet and hush up. No way this is going to happen, right? Listen, we, we want encouragement from those that, that are positive, from those that are, are at least trying to do something about it. Because if not, we will be ever discouraged and face difficulties in life that we will not overcome. Because people are standing around saying, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're not big enough. You're not smart enough. You're not outgoing enough. You don't have this. You don't have that. There's no way you can do that. That discouragement will keep us from accomplishing things in life. Listen, the people that we're around and the encouragement that we draw is very critical to the victories that we have in life. You understand what I'm saying? 
you guys ever go the the, the football games? I know you know Jinx has had a decent team. In, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jinx had a great team in the past. Has a great team now. All that. You go to football games, and when you go to a football game, there's always a group of kids hanging out underneath or behind the bleachers. You know those people I'm talking about, right? And usually those are not the best kids in the world. They're not monitored by their parents. They're not, you know, keeping an eye on them, making sure they're behaving, all those things. You ever show up at a football game or, or baseball game or any event like that where you know there are those kids hanging out, probably doing things that they shouldn't be doing, and you get there with your kids and you go, hey, listen, what I want you to do is go hang out with the kids behind the bleachers. We don't say that, do we? Why? Because we know that if they, they hang out with those people, they're going to end up doing the things those people are doing. They're going to take on that personality and that attitude. And so we want them hanging out with what kind of people? We want them hanging out with good kids. We want them hanging out with kids who are doing what they're supposed to do and behaving and, and acting the way that they should, right? Same thing here. Our encouragement cannot come from those who are already defeated. Our encouragement cannot come from people who have already given up and surrendered in life. Our encouragement must come from those who, who have an attitude of victory and overcoming and a positive attitude in life. And so, so let me tell you that. Determine who you're going to hang out with. Determine, determine where your encouragement is going to come from in life when you're facing the giants, when you're trying to be victorious and overcome in your faith. Second thing is this, and we've already mentioned it, but remember your past victories. Remember your past victories. David looked back on God's deliverance of him in the past in his life, and he used those, those experiences to encourage him in the experience he was facing that day. He used those opportunities that he saw God provide in his life in the past, and, and he remembered that. Remember your past victories. All of us have had them. If we haven't had them, we wouldn't be here. Those past victories are what bring us here today. Remember those and use those as a source of encouragement. You cannot trust someone else's resources. In the middle of this story, we know that when they finally said, okay, David's going to fight the giant, Saul, King Saul, tried to give David his armor. Hey, hey, let me give you my arm. And, and they tried to put the armor on David, and it was like, man, I, I can't wear this. It's too heavy. I can't move. I can't do anything. We cannot depend on someone else's resources. Okay? We've got to fight our own fights. Sometimes we have to stand up and deal with things our, our own way. You cannot trust someone else's resources to provide for you unless you're trusting the Lord. I'm putting my faith in Him. I, I'm allowing Him to give me what I need to, to win the battle. And then the threats of the enemy are just that. They're threats. The threats of the giant that David faced was just a threat. He said, send me... A, he, he looked at David and you know what he said? He said, who am I that you would send this dog out to fight? I mean, that's the way... He had this little old dog, I just kick him aside. Right? And, and so when David was facing that giant and he was looking at him... Understand that the threats that he was, was, they're just threats. The threats that life brings against us, they're just threats because they cannot defeat the living God. They cannot overcome the God of the universe who you and I serve in our life. And so, so put our faith in Him. Simple faith. I just believe that He will provide, that He is who He says He is, and He'll do what He says He will do. A, a, a faith that is living, it's active, it causes me to do something about the circumstance, situation. I just don't sit and wring my hands and go, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I rise up and I have a living faith. 
and then a faith that carries me through the crisis situation. That's David faced a crisis, but he had faith in God that he would provide. And if we will do that in our life, whatever the giants are, and we face giants every single day, we will be victorious as David was victorious. And so I don't know this morning what your giant is. I do know that we all face giants. I do know that there are struggles and difficulties in our life. And so this morning, we're going to offer an invitation to him. And if you're facing a giant in your life that you need the Lord to help you to overcome, that you need the Lord to help you deliver victory, that you need him to give you the faith and the strength that you need to deal with it, then this invitation is for you. And we invite you to come. We stand.